Friday night, 10.38 p.m. in the East, streaming live on Pride48.com. It's time for The Mix. My name is Daniel Brewer. I do not do this show alone. I do it with my good buddy, Adam Burns. Adam, how are you this evening? Okay, next time I'm going to dissolve my gelatin in cold water first. I'm doing excellent. Thank you for asking. I, um, <laughs> I, I will. I promise, chat room, I will. I know it says it on the gelatin box. I made a mistake. Jeez. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else? It's like just non. It's like the 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 king of the non sequiturs. That's what we do around here. I'm doing great. I'm I'm doing great. I do have a party tomorrow. I know you have the big mittens and Adam Shay mittens housewarming party because hey, wanna, apparently none of your friends are coming at all. So it's just it's Shay mittens. You're I basically wanna, like the hired help on this party, right? It's just like it's gonna be mittens and all his friends, well, and you're gonna be walking around like with the tray, going like, "Would you like some more uh, ketchup? Some more hot a, dog, banana ketchup?" I have a I have a question for you. Yes, I know what you're gonna say because everyone thinks that everything I say is racist. And I and I honestly, I do not feel bad thoughts in my heart for people of other races. Like I love people of other race and I don't mm-hmm. want to be right. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't want to be, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I really I've always pr- prided myself. Mm-hmm. Is there a question? In, is there a question yet? Yeah, there okay, is. But okay. I needed to preface it first. Okay. So, OK, I have described many times that uh, at these parties. Yes. That they like to let their hair down and speak their own native tongue. Mm-hmm. Tagalog. And, Tagalog, yes. That I'm, and I'm the only English speaker there generally. Mm-hmm. Well, I, mean, I mean, well, they all speak They English. all speak English. They all speak English. Well, I'm sorry. I'm the only one who can only speak English. I'm the dummy that only speaks one language. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's fine. They should like all day long, every day when they go to work, you know, when they would Mark has to speak English to me all day long. So he never gets a reprieve where he can just let his hair down and speak his, you know, his own native tongue. Yes. So I was talking to my parents the other day and, uh, I realized that I mentioned the housewarming party, but I had not invited them and I felt (laughs) bad about that. So I said to mom, I said, mom. Yes. I realized that we didn't invite you guys to the housewarming party. I'm so sorry. It's not personal. I don't think you guys would have a, a very good time because they most of the time they're speaking Tagalog. And uh, and so, you know, I, I d- didn't even think about inviting you because there's, you know, th- you don't speak Tagalog. So, you know, and I relayed this to Mark last night. We were just driving down the road and I said, oh, I. Realized I had slipped and told mom we were having this party, but I felt bad about it. So I told her that you guys just speak Tagalog and they wouldn't. And he said, Boyfi, that is so racist. <laughs> but I, but I, and, and then I apologized profusely. Well, first I said, I don't agree with you. I don't think it's racist. But then I apologized later. But mm-hmm. it's the, tr- like, is that racist? I, like, I, they do. And I said, there's nothing. I said, if there were a bunch of Germans. Mm-hmm. And they all lived in Tawny Town, and they had to speak oh, yeah. English. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Switching them out for a different race doesn't actually help your cause of like if 
Well, Germans if, are white mostly. No, but so what I'm I, saying, you know, if you're just switching out for a different race, then it still can be racist. It's like I'm just so, I'm saying, that's not going to help your 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 argument here very much. I, I don't think, want to be what racist. It is, Adam, I think what it is is it was it was poorly stated. It was poorly he took stated. It as, you oh, said they don't speak English. They and that that is a trigger word, right? To just be them, right? Oh, they they're going to speak Tagalog. And it's, that could sound very racist to someone who is used to hearing things like that, that could, in fact, that does, taken completely out of context, oh, they're just going to speak English or, or, you know, they're just going to speak Spanish. That can sound very racist. Just on its own, just as a statement on its own with no context. In the context of what you were trying to say, I don't believe it's racist, but I feel like I could understand how someone could perceive it as that way. He he went on to say, and like I said, I apologized. I, look, I can, I can be the, I can be a big person and, and apologize. You were going to say bigger. No. Um, I, I was can, not. I can be the bigger. You, you were going to say I can be the bigger no, person. I, but, 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 you know, he did go on to relay a story of when he first came to the U.S. and he was in a grocery store or something, mm-hmm. and an old man said. You guys need to learn to speak like English. English. You're yeah, in America. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'm like, well, no, that's not what I meant at all. You, it's good for you to speak your language when you go, like, that's the only time that you can mm-hmm. do it. There are very few of you that speak that language here in this right. area. When you get together and have a party, that's your time to do it. I, I, th- I think it bears out what I just said. I, I could certainly understand given you're, you're not a person of color, nor am I. And no. I believe that people of color have experiences in their life that, you know, that us saying an indelicate phrase or a badly worded phrase can give them flashbacks to a time where it was not said in, in, in a nice way. It was said in a, in a very wrong way. So I, I get it. It's, it's, that is the whole concept of, so I don't, anyway, I don't it. believe that Mittens actually believes that you're racist. So well, he told me, he said, after I apologized, he said, well, I'm being really sensitive too. See, I said, well, this is why anyway. this is why Mittens is the bigger person. Anyway, Adam, <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to your uh, award winning solo podcast, The uh-huh. Geeky Gay, the other day, and you were talking about our mutual friend, Auntie Scott. Yeah, uh, I believe Auntie Scott had called in in your contest to, to name your workplace. And yeah. oh, and that's right. Oh, I've got to do a thing. Hold on one sec. Don't say anything for like the next 20 seconds. Okay. Hi, Adam. This is Daniel. Hey, I just wanted to give you my entry for your workplace contest. Uh, I think that you should just call it work. You, you don't need a cutesy name. You're, you're Adam Burns. You don't need a cutesy name like bakery or, 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 or coal mine. That, that's, that's for amateurs, Adam. Just, it's just work. Today at work, yesterday at work, I, there was this stupid person at work. There's a horrible boss at work. God, I hate my job. See, these are all very generic. Adam, I think you're stressing on this. I think it's just be work. There you go. Uh, thanks. I, I hope I win. All right. Now you can talk, Adam. Do you feel like I'm going to clip that out? No, I will. I will do, clip it out oh, and email you will, it to you. I will okay. clip it out and email okay. it to you. I just didn't want to have to take the time okay. to uh, separately record Because Joe that. did that on Throwing Down. I'm like, it's never going to get played because. Okay. So like, I'm listening. I'm listening to the Geeky Gay to get back to my story. And yeah. you suggest to Auntie Scott that he should watch a television show. Yeah, it's good. I agree with you that the show is good. I, I said he'll never watch it. I, I disagree. Said. I disagree with you that he would like it. I think that Auntie Scott oh, really? would detest that show. Why? 
because a it's in color b <laughs> it, it like has a, a modern uh actress in it uh what's her name selena gomez selena gomez yeah uh, c it has uh, uh steve martin pretending to be a washed up actor and D, because it has Martin Short as a failed Broadway producer. I feel that Auntie Scott would, would just, he would hate everything about it. It would be like you watching, have you ever watched a movie that dealt with like technology and they get the technology all wrong? I mean, most movies get the technology right. wrong. And doesn't yeah. that kind of drive, you know, you, you have to build up a tolerance and, to it. But Auntie Scott yeah. is going to be watching a TV show about actors and, oh. and producers and go like, that's not how it is. <laughs> that's, not, you know that's, what? That's, that's, that's not realistic. You know what drives me even more crazy? What? Is shows that have podcasts in them and they totally do it wrong. Like they're they're standing at a microphone that's not plugged into anything or mm -hmm. they're wearing Bluetooth so do you headphones feel, and who do you, does that? So speaking of only murders in the building, which I also happen to love, do you feel that they get it correct? Do you feel that they're, they're, I mean, they don't show anything. I'll tell wrong. you, I'll tell you one thing that I really, really admired about the show on, I didn't notice it till episode three. So I don't know if it happened in episode one or two or not. The title of the show for that week whatever the episode title is for that week is also the episode title of their fake podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And when they finished the opening credits and then they showed the title of the podcast, it was like in a player. It's in like a in podcast a player, podcast player. Yeah. Take a, take, take a gander at the scrub bar down below it. Okay. It's the exact length of the television show and you're four and a half minutes into it, which is happens to be exactly oh. where you are into the episode. So I thought that was a very clever thing they did there of mixing the, the podcast and the show as being inextricable. So I will say <laughs> they, I haven't seen anything that I think is, is, is blatantly incorrect. That one thing that kind of bothered me a little bit is he takes out this like zoom recorder <laughs> and he puts it, on the coffee table and they're just all sitting various, yes. you know, distances from it. Yes. And I'm like, no, no, no. That audio is going to be horrible. Yes. You're going to have either very loud air conditioning right. or you're going to have I like, feel it's like, not, you're never going like to be able to edit maybe that. Maybe they learned because did you notice as the episodes go along they're like, he gave them wireless mics to put under their lapel mics to put under their, oh, yeah. their clothes. So it's like, maybe he's learning. It's like, Oh, I couldn't maybe. quite hear that by holding up this phone. Maybe I should get this yeah. other uh, piece of, but no, there was, there was a show one time, I, I think it got canceled, but there was a show, a, a God friended me or something. And the guy had a podcast and it was just, it was just ridiculous. It, it didn't look real. The him sitting down to record the podcast. I'm like, no, that is not, this is not how you record a podcast. Okay. Well, anyway. only, only murders in the building, a great show, unless you're Andy Scott. Uh, I, it, I mean, it, I feel, I don't Hulu. know. I feel like. I feel like he might, I mean, I would ask him if he was in the chat room right now. What we do, here's what we'll do, Adam, as an experiment. This is what we'll do. After it's done, yeah. we will just give Auntie Scott a Hulu membership for like a month. Like we'll just buy him okay. a month of Hulu and All say, right. cause he's not going to buy it on his own. He'll spend $600 on Himalayan salt for some crep that he wants to make. But he won't spend, what is it for Hulu? 12 bucks a month? 12 bucks a month for, for Hulu. I don't know. Mark pays that one. But yeah, that's probably about right. 
I think it's, I think the most expensive is HBO Max. HBO Max is still expensive for a streaming. It's like 14 something. Right, 14.99 14 for a streaming service though. That's the most expensive. I finally I finally talked Zach into dropping uh Sling. Oh. We were, yeah, we, we were, don't we were paying $35 a month for Sling for for MSNBC. That was the only reason we had it was for MSNBC. Like everything else we could watch at other places, but it's like MSNBC, you have to get an OTA thing. Uh I don't believe we've missed it. We, we uh, we have a lot of streaming services, a lot more than you, but we did completely get rid of any cable like search. So we don't have, we used to do YouTube TV, but they, man, they raised the prices yeah. so much on what YouTube are they TV. Now? Like 54 or something? No, it's like 70 something. Oh, wow. And then, and they just recently introduced 4k and that's even more expensive. That's like 80 something a month or something. Anyway, but, uh. We got rid of that. And so we do like every streaming service under this. We're paying the same as if we had cable, mm -hmm. but we do that. Plus we do the Tableau that you recommended, which has turned out to actually work out now for some reason, it's doing a better job at commercials. Now, maybe we just learned to live with the maybe amount of time it takes or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I don't know. You've adjusted your expectations. Don't no, when it works, it works great. Yeah, it's working. And I'm, I'm not, I, I shouldn't be surprised, but I, I'm always surprised at the quality of over the air. Yes. And the fact that it doesn't cut in and out or anything it, like we haven't had any problems with weird, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, any kind of anything. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess with over the air though, you kind of have a signal or you don't. It's true. It is. It is. Whereas with digital, with digital, you have all that artifacting and weird stuff that can happen if your internet goes weird or something like that. But over the air, it's just kind of like shh or signal for the most part. There you go. Uh, go ahead. So, go ahead. Uh, so I, so there were some things said on Twitter. Yes. And look, I'm not even going to talk about who said them because I'm not trying to disparage anyone. And they don't, it might they don't been, listen to this show. And it might've been said, well, I believe they've been in the chat room at some point. So like last week, <laughs> they might listen to the show. No, they say they don't listen to the show. So they, they don't. Listen um, to the show. But mm -hmm. there was something said that I do not, I don't, I don't have the exact quote here, but I could pull it up in Twitter. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. I'm just going to pull up here. Somebody was looking for a WordPress guru. And I said, Hey, you should ask Adam Burns. Uh, and then yeah, you said I'm a pro, which yeah. thank you for that. And well, all the entire pride 48 website is all done on WordPress. It and is, yeah. uh, both of our websites, uh, like level 13 and this show are both handled on WordPress. Yeah. Uh, and then big fatty chimed in and goes, plus he's a people pleaser. Yeah. And then someone, this unnamed person came in and goes, Oh, except when it comes to adding pride 48 shows to the website or getting discord to work, then there's just nothing he can do. Uh, yeah. and I defended you. Yeah. I defended you. Yeah. I, and I appreciate that. Uh, well, so maybe this person was joking because we often joke sarcastically mm -hmm. with each other. I mean, all of us. Mm -hmm. So that could be it. And you can't really read tone of voice in a tweet. Right. So it's probably that way. But I but I wanted to thank you for defending me because I appreciate it. You're welcome. But also I did want to say, um, yeah, thank you for being a friend, Daniel. Travel down the road <laughs> and back and again. Back again. Yeah, thank you. Um, but I also want to defend myself a little bit and say, and he may have been joking. So, I mean, this may be way blown out of proportion, but I just want to say, 
I just want to reiterate, sometimes there are things that I really can't do anything about. Yes. And I do feel bad about you guys don't even know. I will I will stew on something and think, oh, my God, why can't I fix this thing for so and so or whatever? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I really do. I mean, you guys may not believe it or maybe you do, but I do. Mm -hmm. But there are some things that I cannot like with discord. If yeah, you, you can't, you can't figure, change the if, behavior of Safari on Apple no, to to I, jump to a link. Yeah, you can't do that. Right, it's like I, it, you and yet here's the thing. And yet we have hundreds of people that use the Pride 48 Discord. And I would venture to say just on general podcasting type audience, 60 uh, percent of them at least have iPhones and they can all make it work. So when I hear that, you know, somebody says Discord's not working. Well, that's. That a as as a tech support person or someone who wants to help you, that's not enough information for us to help you at all. What do you mean Discord's not working? There's a whole bunch of people using it right now, and none of them are complaining. And it seems like all of those things are working. So maybe instead of saying this is like that old time. Remember when when we had to break people of the habit of saying like, "Oh, the stream cut out." <laughs> Because yeah. it would happen during a Pride 48 weekend, right? Someone, someone in the in the chat room would lose their personal audio because something that happened at their house, they lost the yeah. stream for a second. And they go, oh, oh the stream is down. And then that yeah. makes all these new people streaming go like, oh, like, did, it's are we off me. the stream? Are we off the That's stream? And then, you know, you lose five minutes of a show because everyone's trying to figure out whether you're on the stream or not. But all I'm saying is, you know, Discord is used by millions of people. So saying Discord doesn't work. Well, that's just... That's a bald fleece lie, right? It's like, clearly, Discord was work. Maybe it's you. And, uh, yeah. And the last thing I want to say about this is, I just want to one last time, if Casey in Denver listens to this show, which I don't know if he does, yes. I want to apologize that your account was deleted. Didn't he recreate it? Hasn't he already recreated it? I told him, I did tell him there was nothing I could do, but I apologized. I said, I'm really sorry that that happened at the time mm-hmm. that it happened. I think I was on vacation and didn't, had, didn't even take a computer with me. So mm-hmm. I was having to like do stuff on my phone. Mm-hmm. And I said, and honestly, I don't know what happened. Like, I don't know, but it wasn't there. And I said, I'm really sorry that that happened, but you can recreate your account. Yeah. And he brings it up. He's been bringing it up for like six months. I don't know if it's a joke or he's really upset, but there was literally, again, <laughs> nothing that I could do. Right. They're really right. like, anyway, so that's it. Okay. My <laughs> next, the next thing is mine. I'm just breezing through these just cards. Just breezing through, just breezing through the old trellis tonight. So one thing that happens, Daniel. Yes. Well, let me tell you this story first. Oh, okay. So you're not going to tell me what's happening. Now you're going to tell me a story. No, I'm going to tell you the story. And then I, because I don't want to, I don't want to bust my wad or whatever. You don't want to blow your wad. Yeah. Yeah. That. (laughs) So I believe, uh, I believe in the vernacular is bust a nut, blow a wad. I'm pretty sure. Can a chat room want to double check me on that one? I think that's right. Yes. Yeah. So if only we had a series of interconnected wires that Mm -hmm. we could. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I drive quite often when Mark and I are. Driving. Yes. We're we're going places. Yes. And so I one day, this was, I don't know, probably a couple of years ago, but I was driving and Mark says to me, and I'm I've got my hands on the steering wheel. Yes. You know? And I may have been doing like open palm sort of (laughs) thing, you know, whatever. (laughs) And so he says to me, 
Open Boise. Open I see the picture. I don't think the, I don't think the audio audience appreciates what you were doing with your hands. I said open so, palm. I know open, open palm. So palm let me let me it. put your hands out in front of you as if you were blow drying your nails dry, and then Adam was steering, miming steering a, a steering wheel with both hands going up and down. Yeah, like you know, like windshield wipers sort of move. Like a <laughs> it was, anyway, it's quite a music. Sorry. So my my boyfriend is very. He notices things like he's very, uh, what are, uh, uh, what do you observant. call it? Um, observant. Thank you. <laughs> yes. It's always just and a fun language game around here. Isn't it? He says to me, he says to me, Boyfi, your hands look so old. Oh, and Daniel, wait a minute. I have never oh. once. No, I have never once in my life thought about hands looking old did you tell uh, him that that was ageist especially my, no but <laughs> especially my i've you know me i anything you could be insecure about looks wise mm-hmm. i have i have been, had that insecurity mm-hmm. he added a new one i, I will he I will. added a new because i'm like i started looking at my hands i'm like oh yeah uh Wow, that I, is you know, that is a, a very common thing. <laughs> so, that is actually a, a very common saying as people age, which is the day I knew I was old was the day I put my jacket on and my dad's hands came out the sleeves. It's like <laughs> it's like when you look down at your hands and you go like, oh, I remember my dad's hands looking like that, like they were kind of wrinkled and uh, you know, kind of puffy and wrinkled and and older looking. And uh, yeah, that that's the thing that happens, Adam. And so. I don't know why. I mean, because this was a while ago. This was at least a year ago. This has been a long time. But all of a sudden, the other day, I started thinking, occasionally it will come back to my mind. I'll be looking at my hands. I'll be like, oh, his, God. His voice will be in your head. You know, whatever. Boyfy, <laughs> your hand looks so old. <laughs> so the other day, I was thinking about it, and I thought, oh, I've, I've, I think I've got the solution. Oh, there is an ad that comes on. Oh God! And it is a uh, you know the woman who was Doctor Quinn, medicine woman. You know her. You know her. I she's a redhead, right? I I can't. Well, br- brunette, brownish. There may be some red twinge in there. Oh, she's like British, or she mm-hmm. sounds British. Mm-hmm. Jane Seymour. Jane Seymour. There you okay. go. She used to. She used to do this ad, this infomercial. I don't know if she still does it, but she used to do this ad for this product called Crepe Erase. You were talking of crepes earlier. Crepe talking Erase. About crepes. Yes. crepe Erase. Because apparently the skin, the, the kind of wrinkly, thin looking skin that you get on your hands is referred to as like a crepey sort of skin. <laughs> so I, I was, you know... I was thinking, so I started Googling and it still exists. I was thinking, maybe I should buy some of this crepe erase and start, because what I've been doing recently, because I don't know, I've been really thinking about my skin recently. I was thinking, oh my God, my elbows are so dry. They're like dry and callous and horrible. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm getting crow's feet around. So I've been putting uh, oil of Olay lotion around my eyes and in in these little uh, smile lines that I have here on the side of my face. And I've been doing all this stuff, putting it on my forehead. So I don't get, I've been rubbing, you know, my, and so I've been putting lotion on the top of my hands. Cause I thought, well, maybe that'll help with my old man hands. 
But then I was thinking, well, no, they make a product for that. They they make a product called, for called a crepe, crepe erase. Called yeah, crepe erase. Erase. Yeah. Like an eraser. Crepe erase. And 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 it does it takes You're, away you, liver spots and uh No, it takes away that it's supposed to plump up and smooth out that crepey skin. And I figured out, I used to wonder why. I don't know if you've seen Dolly Parton recently. I've seen Dolly but Parton. Hold, she, hold on, hold on, hold on. Number one anti-aging body treatment system for crepey skin just got even better. New crepe erase oh, advanced. Oh, crepey skin. Faster results. Yeah, crepey skin. And it's shown to give you smoother, firmer. But that's not on your hands. That's that's on your neck. On your neck and chest, arms, legs, and hands. Oh. And hands. And hands. Yeah. I mean, you get crepey skin on your on your hands, on the top of your hand right there. I don't know if you've ever looked. I have very thin hands. I don't have any extra fat. None of my fat goes to my hands. It all goes to my gut. I have very thin hands. And when I when I've got that position where I'm driving, it gets very wrinkly and crepey on the top. Mm hmm. And I never, and he's like, you oh my what? God, old man hands. You know I'm what like, I would well. do? I mean, you don't drive all the time though, right? Not all the time. I mean, there are, there are some times that you drive. I mean, that he drives. Yeah, sometimes. Right, next time he drives, just look at him and go. Mayroon kang mga lumang kamay. I don't know what that means. Should I know what that means? <laughs> that is Tagalog for you have old hands. <laughs> So I don't know. I'm I'm thinking about getting crepe erase. The problem with with beauty regimens, yes, it's going to be really hard for me as I get older, because I really have trouble. I I don't even like to brush my teeth. I do brush my teeth every morning, every night. I brush my teeth, but I hate it. Hate like, it. I hate it. I get so impatient. I'm like a little kid. I count to two minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't. But you but don't I have, have a to, thing. No, I just have a regular old toothbrush. Oh, anyway. your life will change, Adam, if you get that Oral B. Uh, uh, the not the not the Oral B one. The the Philips. Uh, God damn it! The the vibrating one. It's it's the Sonicare. If you get the the the. Uh, let me tell you. Know. Let me tell you. Here's the the great part about that thing is, uh, every thirty seconds the toothbrush goes. This is, and so you know that you've spent 30 seconds. So you just do quadrants. Yeah. You just do, you just do this quadrant until zit zit. And then you do this quadrant until zit zit. And then you do this one and that one. And then you're yeah. done. You know, you did two minutes and 30 seconds a quadrant. Tell you. So all I'm saying is it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I, I'm a little bit genetically predisposed to look just a hair younger than I do. Uh, you know, sometimes when I look good, I'm not saying I always do, but I think, you know, I do look a little bit younger. Mm-hmm. and a little bit other than my hands apparently mm-hmm. but uh because i'm not going to be able to keep up these regimens that you have to do to keep yourself looking good like all this lotions and crap right. i'll do it for a couple of weeks and then i'm like oh it's such yeah. a pain i'll tell you what adam i still say that the answer is mayroon kang mga lumang kamay Let's make contact. 
Excellent. It is the contact segment of the show. This is the segment where we read your voicemails, play your, read your emails, play your voicemails. Adam, do we have an email this week? No. No. Good. That's, that is uh, status quo. I just wanted to make sure that the uh, status quo uh, maintains there. Uh, we have this voicemail. I want to say, though, I've not heard it. I don't know if you've heard it, but no. it, it came in during last week's show. And I have a feeling it was during the point where we said that we had no voicemails. So it, there's there's a good chance that this is Archer saying, hello, I heard you didn't have any voicemail, so I thought I'd call you. Hey, thank you. Right. It's, there's a good, it's only 13 seconds long. So there's a good chance it is that. But hey. But I swear you to know. you, I have not heard it. So if it is, if no, it is I've, Archer, that's just how good I am. This is not because I actually listened to it earlier. Hi, this is Archer. I'm ah! calling- Is that all he says? Hey, this is Archer. No, I paused you it. Laugh? I paused it, but it's you, wow! You laughed so loudly. You distorted. I to give, you laughed. Um, tummy tingles to Big Fatty. Could you let him know? Thank you. Bye. <laughs> he wants to give tummy tingles to Big Fat. What? Archer left us a voicemail of him leaving a voicemail for Big Fatty. <laughs> Well okay. played, sir. Well played. Uh, yeah, isn't that tummy tickles? Isn't that the uh, the Kathy Bacon contest that's going on over at the Big Fatty? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's so many contests. I'm just saying. So this is just uh, Archer left us a voicemail of him leaving Big Fatty a voicemail. Very meta. For the con- I know, it's very meta. Thank you, Archer. That That is the, the best uh, voicemail that uh, I would think that we, you know what? I thought that we've maybe, ever received. Oh, I was going to say maybe Scott the Seder would have called because he's supposed to like meet me at Disney this week. And it's like, but it's like, you know what happened, Adam? Taylor and Taffy were unable to meet with Scott during his trip while he's here next week. And now he's all like sad. He's all sad and depressed. And I'm like, but but you're meaning me. It's like, wait, wait, now I have to deal with you being sad and depressed because you would rather have met Taylor and Taffy? That's, that's, uh, that just makes me sad. It's like, uh, aren't I enough, well, Adam? Aren't I enough? It's like, if you like went to the, the ice cream store and you're like, oh, you know what? I love caramel ice cream and I love pistachio ice cream and you go up and you know i want a cup with two scoops i want caramel and pistachio and they were like well we're out of pistachio would would you be sad you at least got the caramel which was your number one choice well um by the way adam i'm caramel in this example <laughs> in this sure. analogy i'm caramel <laughs> hi i'm daniel i'm caramel i'm needy i i don't know like i there's first of all you're you're reading as you do, Daniel, mm-hmm. you're reading way too much into things. I don't know. Because don't know. Scott hasn't said to you, Daniel, you're second best. Mm-hmm. You're my, you know, you're my, uh, what, what's it called? My, my uh, consolation prize or That's whatever. Right. Like yeah, you, I'm the consolation oh, prize. You, you lost the game, right. but we're going right. to send you home with this lovely Wheel of Fortune board game. What? Taffy and Taylor you didn't know, send you a pink mother goose talking uh, stuffed animal you're but you're you're assuming all of that stuff so i can't really speak to that because i don't think Mm -hmm. that scott really feels that way he can both uh he could both be disappointed that he's not meeting them and be very excited to be hanging out with you 
I had to burp. Sorry. By the way, he's met all of us. Um, so it's not, it's not like, oh, well, I've well, met sorry, you, Well, sorry, not Dan. meeting. No, That's I'm just right. saying, I just I wanted, wanted to clarify. I know he's this, met you. He's, he's also been in the Pride 48 when Taffy and Taylor were there. So I, I know wasn't sure about that. So Yeah, he's even met Auntie Scott, who is uh, conspicuously absent from the chat room this evening. Uh, Adam, what is this? Did oh, you, you know what? Well, am, you are you are an asshole. So did you true. piss him off last week? Is that, probably, is that what happened? Probably, you know what? That is dollars a donut. But let's get out of the contact segment really quickly. Okay. By the way, if you want to send us a voicemail, <laughs> I should have done that inside the contact segment. <laughs> if you want to send us a voicemail, you can just point your browsing device to voicemail.mixminuspodcast.com and click on the little record button and, and talk to us. Uh, Adam. Yeah. I have been watching this television show. Well, I'm done now. I'm done because there was only three seasons of this show that have come out. It was recently announced that Netflix is going to pay for the fourth season of it. So I watched Manifest. I've now watched every episode of Manifest that has aired. Okay. And I know a lot of people out there have watched Manifest. And I got to know, I got to know, Adam, I got to know. Am I alone in my belief that God hates black men because they really, really stress in this show that these um, visions that they get, these callings that they get are coming from a divine source, which is just popular word of saying God, right? It's like, it's coming from the heavens. It's coming from the divine. It's, it's, it's coming from black, but the black men on this show are either evil Like, like evil, like running a cult evil, um, just downright unscrupulous or, or they're dying. It's like they, they, there's no healthy black men on this show. All of them are, are fatally flawed in this. Meanwhile, the heroes are all these, you know, smiling face Caucasian people. And I gotta, I gotta explain this to you, Adam, that flight was coming from Jamaica and yet all of the passengers on it somehow uh, were, were white. I think the only, there's one black I, passenger, the rest of the black people on the show that, that were from the flight were the flight attendants. So well, I feel like the, the wife is, is, is biracial at least. The, well, no, there's, the definitely, the, there's definitely people of color represented and there's some black women represented, but as far as black men go, they're always every season. It's like, you want to know who the bad guy is this season? Look for the black guy. That that's the bad guy. There's your bad guy. He's the black guy. Of course it's the black guy. I mean, I feel like that's a problem in the world today though, isn't it? That, it is. that, that black men get a bad rap. It is, this is why so CBS, this is why CBS had to put down a mandate that said that what 50% of reality show contestants have to be people of color. Because what was happening in Big Brother, especially Big Brother, because it involves, you know, the audience in some way, it, uh, the the black men, especially, were like the first voted off. If you look at the history of Big, Mother, Big Brother, no black man had ever made it more than three weeks. They're always like the first people voted out. And that says a lot about our cult, you know, our country and our culture, right? It's like if you're the only black guy in a house and you have no one else to share any kind of like commonality with or to bond with about your upbringing or whatever, uh, then of course you're going to be the outsider. Of course you're going to be the first one voted out. Whether they think they're racist or not, that is not important. The point is, is that it brings it into this weird racist era, you know, I mean, arena where you're being racist because of the fact that 
it's very, you know, the producers are being raised in this. And we're going to take this one person with a very different background, put them into this other pile of people and treat them as equals. Even though this person will have no one to bond with during the entire show. Um, and I feel like this season of Big Brother has shown that this works, right? This season of Big Brother, how many black people are, are left at this point? Um, there are six. And how many contestants total are left at this point? There are, well, I, I'm a couple of episodes behind because I didn't watch Wednesday or Thursdays yet. So but somebody, someone would have get, but, but how many contestants total? Or but how many contestants eight. total? So out of eight people, at least five of them are black, assuming that a black person went home this week. No, a black person did not oh, okay. go home. Then so out of the be... eight people left, six of them are black yeah, or are people of color. So, I mean, that makes absolute that clearly worked, right? They were able to bond with each other. Yeah, they uh, they formed a, a secret alliance uh, and uh, called the cookout. And uh, they have made it all the way to the end. Here you go. And it's going to be the first black winner because there's not going to be another choice. I'm just curious if anybody else watched Manifest, if, if you know, like, if did you get the same feeling from this? Because I feel like, I feel like. I it's, don't, it's, did it's, all of that happen in first season though? Because I don't feel like, I don't, any, that stuff you mentioned about. Mm-hmm. Cult leader and like no, no, all no. that stuff. I don't recall any no, of that the cult, stuff in no, the first that's season. season two for the cult. But remember, the bad guy in season one was the black NSA guy. I don't even remember. About <laughs> show. I've got to go back. I the the thing I remember. The only thing I remember is there's Prince Charming from oh, from Josh, uh, is Josh from, Dallas is his name, and he he does that thing where he, he has two acting styles. He either has the, I'm really concerned or, Oh my God, I'm flipping my brain out. He's like, it is so stressful to watch Josh Dallas. Like even in, uh, what is it? it I called it happily ever after the other the last time. And it's not called that. What is it called? Once upon a time. Once upon a time. Even when he played Prince Charming, I was stressed by his, he was always just like, Oh my God, we have to snow. We must do this. And it's like, he's very intense in his acting. Uh, I don't know. So I remember him because he was on One Spot a Time and we watched like all 15 billion seasons of that. And then uh, I remember his wife and the little the bald son because he had cancer or something. It's like Laura Linney. It's like Laura Linney. Anything then, Laura Linney in, she's just very concerned. She's always very hyper concerned and is stressful to watch. It's stressful to watch Laura Linney. Uh, freak out on even Ozark, which I love. You're watching Laura Linney just like be hyper stressful. Well, anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. The, the, the son with well, cancer. I remember that yes. and that they were on a flight and they came back and many, many years had passed and everyone you, no, thought five, they were dead. Five and a half years. But let me, let me tell you this. They did the, the most genius thing at the end of season three. This is not a spoiler, by the way, because that kid, the kid that had cancer, who was 12 supposed to be like 11 or 12 during the first season was played by an actor who was 11 or 12 and he has been growing up as they do mark hates it mark hates it when children grow up so at He's the like, end so at the end so of young. season three, but at the end of season three because their their future was uncertain plus they filmed all of season three with covid protocols and whatnot and they didn't know like how long they would be delayed before the next season if they got uh-huh. one um at the end of season three the the closing scene is the mother opening your eyes and sees the son, but he's like seventeen. It's like a different actor, and he's like older. And I'm just like going like, oh, that's they how they got around him. it. Yeah, they just like because the the kid disappeared, and then his mother opens his eyes, and there was this like eighteen year old, huh. you know, seventeen, eighteen year old kid. 
Well, anyway, I don't remember enough about it to tell you. But yes, the uh, whether or not they have God has it out for black men. But um, okay, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Have you said this is totally unrelated? But I was so irritated by this. I was at I was at my church orchestra. I'm irritated. Mark says I'm irritated by everything. I can make a manifest joke and go. It's all related. Because that's what they keep saying all the time. Go ahead. Yes. So I was orchestra? at my church orchestra rehearsal and yes. Yes. they had one of the guys had bought a book for his friend. So the saxophone player had bought a book for his friend who's a trumpet player. Oh, a little uh, inter. And the book is. <laughs> intersectional romance. Yeah. And the, and the book is. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh yeah, let's see. Everything you wanted to know about sex, but were afraid to ask? No, oh. it's, I'm looking right now. Is it the Karma Sutra? <laughs> okay, it's called. Yes. Oh, God, I can't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> it's something along the lines of why you should vote for a Democrat. Oh, okay. And. It is a, I don't know, looks to be a 150 page paperback book. Right. You open it and every page is blank. <laughs> every page is blank. Now, Daniel. Yes. They pass this book around. They are all cackling and laughing and th- having a good old time. Yep. You know, the one person they didn't hand it to? <gasps> Me. Yes. I've never even told them my political beliefs. Like I haven't told them anything. They pass it all around. I mean, I was so irritated, irritated by this book. Yeah. I didn't want to say anything because I don't talk to, I don't talk politics with these people. I don't tell them mm-hmm. I'm gay. I don't like nothing mm-hmm. surface level only, but I won. I was steaming, man. I was steaming. <laughs> steaming. Like, I'm like, you want me to tell you why you should vote for a Republican? I'll give you a few pieces of my mind anyway is it you, you should come up with that book then well there already is one it's also blank I think. right I mean, and the but stupid thing is they probably made a few thousand bucks each off of the, those probably books. off of blank pages i know exactly because oh that's funny i'll pay 25 dollars for that that's really funny because i got this friend he's a he's a he's a libtard and uh i want to say to them how can you be a republican and not care about humans and be a Christian at the same time. It doesn't make any sense to me. Anyway, scam baiters. This is a meme. This is a meme, but I have seen it several times. But it's like, yeah, if, if you're going to be the party that polices women, women's bodies and uh, you know tries to interfere with people's bedrooms and like mask me, it's like you are not the party of small government. It's like this, this requires a massive amount of government intervention to, to get into our bedrooms and to our private lives. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, so the next topic, there's no real transition into this, but I, I've been watching, you know, YouTube will recommend things to you fr- from time to time. Yes. Often. Actually, it's, I'm really enjoying. That's kind of like all it does. <laughs> this is, this is unrelated, but I, there's another thing on YouTube that I've really been enjoying recently, which is a, a comedy uh, club apparently in Utah called Dry Bar. Yes. And they have a YouTube channel and it's these long 45 minute to an hour comedy specials or, or the recordings of people who have done things. And there are people that you'll see on America's Got Talent and all over the place. And I find them really fun. A lot of them really funny. I've been watching a lot of those anyway. So, I mean, not that people have to be not cussing and all that for me to find them funny, but I just 
find it funny. So YouTube recommended something else to me. Have you heard of scam baiters, Daniel? Scam baiters. Scam baiters. All right. Hold on. Hold on. You wrote the, the, oh, this is, this is, this is classic. Are you talking about people like, uh, Kurt, what's his name? Uh, Bodega or Kurt Bea, the people that use a voice changer and, uh, get people to call them, get the scam people to call them and then they just keep them on the phone for hours and hours and hours just doing, you know, getting fake Google, uh, play yes. cards and then redeeming them and that yes uh-huh. and giving them their bank account numbers and they have a fake website that does their bank account numbers here's the thing that is hilarious and yes i i, I watch a lot of those uh kit boat kit boga anyway oh, kit boga, I, yeah 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 so i watch that I, I i used to watch them at work like we used to pass them around i've been watching this guy call he calls himself pierogi but but here i need to point this out to the uh to the listening audience yeah we use trello which is a, a a place that we put show topics on, and then we did I spell it wrong out. or something? All right, Baiters B A T E R S is our master baiters. <laughs> it's like Baiters B A T E R S is not what you wanted there. You wanted B A I T like baiters, like they're baiting oh. them with. <laughs> I was looking at this topic all night, going. <laughs> are there only fan scams or something like little twinks that will like get you to pay to watch them masturbate, but they're like, take your whole okay. bank account or something. I, I was, I was thinking that this card was going to go in a completely different direction. In my defense, Kathy Marshall also spelled it wrong in the chat room and she's very intelligent. So I just want to say mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she also spelled it wrong and she's some, you know, right intellectual mind people pay her her for her mind <laughs> adam so, uh what is this chat room you speak of are, are you saying that every friday night when we stream live on pride48.com that people can join the chat room and uh, just be a part of the show as we record it i am uh daniel and we have uh auntie scott we have bm longmire we have cyclone we have gary we have izzy yes uh anybody kathy else marshall? kathy marshall yeah Okay, well, I just mentioned uh, Lamont was Lamont was talking earlier. Yeah, I don't Lamont know if he's still was here. in here. I don't know if he's here. No, that's right. Uh, so yeah, we we love all of them. I wasn't finished with the topic. Oh, I'm no, sorry. Daniel. I <laughs> it wasn't just Daniel. Have you heard of this? And you go, yes, I have. And then we move on. <laughs> like, all right. So who's okay. the guy that you're watching? Who's the masturbator that you're watching? Well, his name is Pierogi. Pierogi. I Pierogi. Well, that's what he goes by. Yes. And uh, I mean, there wasn't there wasn't uh, look, there wasn't a, a lot to my story. It mostly was. Have you heard of this? But I, I, I not only say, have heard of them, I love them. Yes, it is. So for those of you who have not. And now I want these scam people to call me <laughs> because it's it looks so much fun. So what they do is, so all these old people, they get calls from these, you know, people and they say, oh, and and they usually have windows because, you know, and they pull up the the system logs of windows or whatever. And they're like, oh, my God, look at all these errors you have here. No, no. It's, it's, to- it's, a, it's, a, it's a well-known. They, they prey on old people. They basically, and the 
people that don't know anything about computers. And they basically say, hey, I'm calling from Microsoft or I'm calling from whatever. Amazon. Amazon. Or- so yeah, some trusted name. And we know that there's been some malware going around and we want to do a courtesy check of your system. Right. And it, will you allow us to log onto your system really quickly and scan for viruses and stuff? Don't do it. And then they'll show them on the screen, you know, cause they, when someone controls your screen remotely, you can see the screen and then they'll just basically bring up a, a, a DOS prompt and type in something just to make words go across. And then they go, Oh, you can see here that you have like 36,000 pieces of malware and you know, well, they'll, bring, they'll actually bring up actual system logs because yeah, your, yeah. your but computer has errors all the time. Right, but the point and, is, is that, that, that what they really want you to do is they want you to buy a cleaning service from them. That's going to cost you a random amount of money. And yeah. in order to do it, you have to go get a gift card and then re- give them the gift card numbers. Well, there's, there's that, but the, the most recent one that I've seen is they'll go on. It's the stupidest thing. I, I don't even know. Like this is the most ig- ignorant thing I've ever. And I, I, you would have to be an old person to be fooled by this. No, you wouldn't. Adam, they you will, just said you had a whole bunch of coworkers at your job passing around a blank book and laughing their ass off. These are well, the people yeah. that fall no, for this shit. Church. But anyway, so they, the, the most recent one that I've seen is they will, they call and they say, oh, you're getting a refund for this thing. Uh, I need to log in. You're getting, you remember this support package you bought like a long time ago or whatever yeah. and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, this is all like, included. You're going to get a refund. Then they have them log into their bank account. Right where they can see it and then they pull up this dos prompt and they say my server is going to be processing this whatever and they say what i want you to do your refund is four hundred dollars i just want you to type four hundred dollars in this dos prompt they don't say dos prompt but in in my server you know they have the dos they type it and magically an extra zero gets added right and then enter gets pressed and then they go into their bank account and they open up the HTML and they change the the total of their bank balance by four thousand dollars or whatever it is. Right. On this it's you can see them opening up the HTML. You can right. see them like yes. going to, yes. and they go, Oh my God, oh my God, we've tri- why did you add why did you do three zeros? Yes. I told you to yes. do four hundred and mm-hmm. we put now you've got to give me this money back. I'm gonna lose right. my job. Right. And then I don't know, but these scam baiters, they will get on the phone and they will keep these people on for hours. And some of them, they're so good now that they figured out how to hack into the actual call centers where these scammers are and hack into their webcams. Yeah, and because they're, be like they're all using the same. Yeah, they're all using the same free remote uh, software that, that lets you take over. But those things work both ways. If you you can reverse go in yeah. like if someone if someone is using like one of those free log me in services and everything there are tools out there that will let you basically do the reverse to them you can basically then control they their use team viewer yeah and uh this one guy he at pierogi he'll go in he'll get into the to the scammer's computer yeah and delete all their files while they're talking to right. him or turn on their webcam and take a picture of and them. Then, and then, he and has then they're like crying at the end, begging him to give back their files and stuff like it is so funny. I will say this. I used to love watching these things, but after a while it really just becomes the same thing over and over. Yeah, and it is already becoming, it, I've it only is, been watching for about a week. It is very, and, it's fun to watch, but it, it definitely has a shelf life. 
And but anyway. if you haven't checked them out, go check out. I, I I recommend Kit Boga, and you recommend Pierogi. What's his, what's his Pierogi. channel? What's his channel called? Just Pierogi. I don't know. That's right. I, well, I, I'll can, have to you, look. You can look. You it know, up. it was recommended. You, you can look it up. You can look it up. <sighs> news game. It's the news game. It's the news game. What questions will he ask? It is the Mix Minus News Game. This is a segment of the show where Adam will read me some questions from the New York Times News Quiz. And I, using only my head, brain, and mouth words, will answer those questions. These are multiple choice. I'll try to answer it without getting the choices. But if I need them, Adam will be there to deliver them for me. As he is very reliable. Adam... (laughs) I'm nothing if not reliable. It's called Scammer Payback. Okay. Scammer Payback is the other YouTube channel. It's the name of the channel. Do you want to go to Adam, what is the uh, first question on the news quiz here this evening? Uh, First question, Daniel, is which nation's Supreme Court this week ruled that criminalizing abortion is unconstitutional? Uh, <laughs> I feel like this was thrown on there to like trying to throw you because people are going to go like, oh yeah, uh, Texas is, is Texas even listed on there? Because uh, first of all, Texas is not a country, but people are, are really been hyper-focusing talking about the uh, Texas abortion law. I believe though, I did see a, a headline earlier this week that Mexico, Mexico's Supreme court had ruled that, uh, uh, had ruled that, uh, you couldn't uh, ban abortions. Is that your final answer? That is my final answer. Mexico. That is correct, Daniel. Sweet. That is correct. So all those women in Texas. Go to Mexico. Go to Mexico. (laughs) Uh, All right. Yes. COVID infection rates in the least vaccinated states are higher than the rates in most vaccinated states. Yes, that is correct. Um. Oh, this is not a good one. Forget I said that. Okay, this is that is not true. Visual. That is what Adam said is not true. It the, is very uh, vaccine, visual. It is, but <laughs> this it says. Here's what it says: Identify the state labeled with a question mark in the chart below. So you don't pre-read the questions? No, I don't. You don't go through and pick out five? Nope. Uh, I like to. I like to be spur of the moment. Okay. President Biden recently ordered federal agencies to declassify government documents related to which event? Oh, the September 11th attacks. As we come up on the uh, anniversary of your housewarming party, uh, they have decided to. <laughs> it's unfortunate that we're having a housewarming party on September yes. 11th. It just happened. We It just happened that way. Okay. We couldn't do it last weekend because it was a holiday, you know. All right. Which national leader this week told businesses and entrepreneurs to share more of their wealth as part of a push to narrow his country's wealth gap through common prosperity? Common prosperity. I believe uh, this was China, but oh, what was his name? G. Uh, G. By the way, that's like a great word in Scrabble. She, which is QI, because you get to use the Q, uh, which is like worth 10 or something. And so if you put that I on like a triple word score and everything, you can like, that's the, that's a cute little, but it's, it's G, XI, G, right? G, Zhao, Zhao Pin. You're close enough. 
What? <laughs> what? What I, is it? I don't know how to. Xi Jinping. Okay. Jinping. Okay. Xi Jinping. It's X I J I N P I N G. All right. That was number three. Number three. Number four. Number four. Number four. Elizabeth Holmes, the founder of a disgraced biotech startup, <laughs> went on trial this week to face fraud charges. What yes. was her company called? Ah, oh, fuck. Uh, this was one of those DNA scam places. Um, but I don't remember the name of the company, so I'm going to have to. What are, the, what are my choices? Hooli? No, Huli is I, from Huli is the the one from Silicon Valley on TV, right? From, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I that's so. the, the yeah Huli. Okay. I test. Yeah. Sanguigram, sanguigram. I'm not really how to pronounce know how to pronounce that. Theranos or Vitalify. All right, Theranos sounds familiar, but I don't know if it's from that or whether it's. Theranos sounds like a Marvel villain. It does. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go with the 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 the, the Theramore. That's why it sounds familiar. World of Warcraft Theramore. It was. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, was it Theranos. was it a was it a DNA company? What is the a blood testing startup? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, blood testing. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Number five. Number five. Disney's. Disney Marvel's Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings set a new domestic box office record for Labor Day weekend, surpassing the 30 million Halloween made in 2007. Yes. How much did Shang-Chi bring in over the four-day weekend? Wasn't it like 89.3 million, like 89 something, right around 89 million. Well, let me give you choices. 33 million, 50 million, 90 million, or 160 million. Oh, are they just rounding up? 90 million. I don't know. Yeah. It was close to 90, but it was like 89 point, point something or other. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're correct. Okay, that's, that's you got five oh out of five. Oh my God, five out of five, Adam. Well, that makes me just a trivia master. And there's no way you could possibly knock me down off my high horse unless you were to, I don't know, pull out a Trivial Pursuit card and make me answer a bunch of questions in 60 seconds. Yeah. Put put 60 seconds on the clock. The game begins in three, two, one. What part of a whale do you get if you point to muktuk on an Eskimo menu? Uh, A blubber. The skin. What Gabber celebrated his 10th year on CNN in 1995? Wolf Blitzer. Larry King. Oh. oh. What fighter pilot flew World War I missions with his Great Dane Moritz next to him in the cockpit? Oh, my God. Uh, the Flying Ace? I don't, I don't know what his name was. Manfred von Richthofen or the Red Baron. Oh, the Red Baron. What pets are a major cause of salmonella poisoning if handled by humans? Uh, uh, lizards. Turtles. Ooh. What Olympic swimmer auditioned for roles in Jaws and Earthquake? Uh, Mark Spitz. 
That is correct. Uh, what budding politician? No, I was, uh, did you not uh, hear? Did you not hear the, uh, the 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 timer go off? I did, but like Family Feud, I like to try to complete the questions mm-hmm. if I can. Uh, you got one out of six. One out of six, which when you add to my perfect score of five out of five, makes it a six out of five, which is an A plus in anyone's book. Now, you shake your head like that, or or it's six out of eleven. Which is barely more better than 50%. All right. I feel that there is a difference between <laughs> being well-read and following current events yeah, and knowing trivial facts. There is. All right. So I don't think that they should get the same weight. I'm just saying that the things you ask me in the speed round are really more trivial, whereas the things you ask me in the news quiz are more current day... Like, do you pay attention to the world around you? There you go. That's been my TED Talk. Thank you for listening. I love <laughs> TED Talks, by the way. I, I, That's another thing I watch on YouTube all the time. Our TED I Talks. I love a good TED Talk. Yeah, yeah, there ain't nothing as good as a good TED Talk. I tell watched you Monica Lewinsky give a TED Talk. You know, Amazing. I feel that I I saw an article about that, and I also saw an article that that was actually good, right? It's, she was making very salient yeah, points yeah, yeah. of there were two people involved in this sex act, and she was well, okay, overwhelmingly. I take that back. You know, I haven't seen her TED talk, so I'm not really sure. She said uh, in the same way that Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake were both on the stage when a breast was exposed, and they were both involved in the act, and yet Janet Jackson is a whore <laughs> slut for doing it, and Justin Timberlake, oh, he he didn't know. It's like that. It's there's a, a very big double standard there. So BM BM Longmire says DSL. And Auntie Scott says Monica gave a head talk. Um, actually, proving it, my I, point, I was I was meaning I was meaning to watch her TED talk, and I'm sure it was good because I watched a talk that she gave at Vanity Fair huh. on shame and being uh, and on being yeah. um, trolled on the internet. Yeah, exactly. And she uh, and sh- you know she had some really good points. Yeah. I, I was assuming that her TED talk was similar, but I don't know that. For sure. There you go. So, uh, Adam, every single week, uh, our executive producer sends us a big pile of documents. It's embarrassing, really, how much paper we we get in this shipment every single week. But it's all the things that have happened on the date that we are recording of some previous year. So today's packet included things that have happened on September 10th of some year in the past uh, this is from the Mixed Minus Research Center Archives and Test Kitchen. Adam, today is National TV Dinner Day. So, you know, I speaking of t- TV dinners, Daniel. Yeah. We we've been watching MasterChef Australia. Yes. And they had a challenge where they had to recreate TV dinners and you would have thought that TV dinners were the the dragged from the sewers of the whatever (laughs) and that they were poisonous. These Australians looked down their nose so hard at TV dinners. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my God, there is nothing wrong with TV. They're convenient. The country that brought you Vegemite is now dictating a palace. They were so arrogant about it and like, oh, oh, who would eat these things? I don't know. Did you know, Adam, that in 1925, it was Clarence Burr Bird's eye, who discovered a quick and effective way of freezing fish. That's what, I mean, uh, I, yeah. I, I think I have heard that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
We, I will tell you this, because we do the keto diet, it is very similar in some respects to the Atkins diet. And Atkins has an entire line of frozen meals. And that is what both Zach and I do for lunch every week, uh, five days a week for lunch. We, we do the Atkins frozen, you know, I will say this. Now, I don't know how they are. I don't, this is one thing I don't know about England. I'm not really sure how they feel about the frozen dinners, but Mark says the same thing about TV dinners. He's like, I have never, I had never eaten a TV dinner until I got. Mark also eats ketchup made out of bananas. So uh, let's just uh, <laughs> let's just stick a little pin in that right now. Adam, on this day in 1978, Anita Bryant visited uh, London, oh, London, Ontario, uh, and it sparked a protest outside of the London Gardens Coliseum. Is she the one that you took a photo with yes. for a magazine or something? Yes. I... We were the 1970 oh. Family of the Year when she was the Florida Citrus spokesperson person yes i have a picture of myself being kissed by anita bryant which is i, I know my, you're very proud about that uh, that family of the year award i have just it, it's a thing that happened adam uh I, I i can't help it that only three years after i was born they recognized what a perfect <laughs> child i was and awarded my entire family with a family of the year award i can't help that adam. oh I, i'm sorry i can't I, help uh... that uh on uh, in 1938 what is this? In 19, a morning story meeting for Fantasia takes place at a studio's conference room. Oh, so I guess the uh, the, the concept of Fantasia took place uh, on September 10th in 1938. Oh. But did you cry? That's the question. I did not. I hate okay. Fantasia. He's my least favorite. Uh, Disney. It's, it's that whole pondering thing. Of like, let's draw pictures to classical music. It, it's very... I'm sure it was great at the time, but it's kind of, this is really boring. Uh, in 1983, the very first night of joy took place at the Magic Kingdom in Walt Disney World. Performers included Leon Patillo, Shirley Caesar, Petra, Phil Keggy, Sheila Walsh, Benny Hester, David Meese, Scott Wesley Brown, Leon Patillo has the distinction of being the very first performer to headline. Let me say, let me tell you this, Adam, I think I was there. I recognize some of those names. The, uh, I, I think Christian I think singers in 1983, from back that, in the day, 1983, that would have been my my hardcore Christian days when I was trying to not be gay. Yeah, because uh, I was a junior in high school. But yeah, I think I went to that night of joy. I think I went to Petra. the very first night of joy. I believe Petra was a Christian rock group. Yes, I remember going I, to. I several, believe so. Yeah, Phil Keggy was also a, a rock uh, singer. Uh, yeah, I, I remember going to it anyway disney's night of joy it will become an annual contemporary christian music event and one of only two christian rock festivals to be held yearly in orlando florida area i don't think they still hold it though i don't think uh night of joy is still a thing i think if you want to have more of that you know theme park christian music whatever yeah come here and go to silver dollar city in branson that's all right i think they have some gospel group every weekend that's all right i think i'll I think I'll pass. Uh, Singing yeah. when the roll is called up yonder. On uh, September 10th of 1897, the first drunk driver was arrested. Turns out it was Auntie Scott. No, um, <laughs> September 10th, 25-year-old London taxi driver named George Smith becomes the first person ever ar- arrested for drunk driving after slamming his cab into a building. Wow. 1897, Adam. Wow. You know this show. I'm, this other show I'm watching called Nine Strangers. Yeah, 
they're not drunk, but they're on mushrooms. Oh. Yeah. There's a, another whole show that I watched that was based off of, was it Left Behind? Or the the outside? What? Left Behind is that Kirk Cameron one. Oh, no, no, no. What was, the, what was the one that dealt with the CERN Large Hadron Collider? Uh, was it, and they based a TV show on it, but the TV show wasn't as good. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. In 2008, on September 10th, the CERN Large Hadron Collider was powered up for the very first time. Is that the one where they're trying to find the hoopty hoop or whatever? Yes, yes. It is. The, it's, it's a typo. It's actually a hard on collider, and it uh, just pushes two gay men together, full force. Uh, here are some stories from the Weekly World News from uh, 25 years ago. The September 10th. 1996 edition uh, boldly boldly proclaim oh my god boldly proclaims Adam that booze cures the common cold oh it does yeah coughs sniffles and sore throats respond magically to alcohol I mean that and and ivermectin or ivermectin or whatever. Ivermectin and alcohol. That's all you need. I mean if you do both at the same time you live forever Mm -hmm. Yeah, booze cures coming. Now there's a great new cure for the common cold that's good for you and fun as well. A few good glasses of beer. I find it odd, though, that the article directly underneath it is stepdad feeds son seven to bears. <laughs> I got to I gotta wonder if maybe he was trying to cure his cold when he did that. Did we talk about that video here? I can't remember. There was a there was a video of a girl who pushed a bear off of a fence to protect her dog. Oh. I would have done that. Craziest thing. I would have done that. Speaking of bears, I'm saying this is a this is a headline written for you, Adam. A poor family wins eighty two thousand five hundred and forty four dollars in bingo and spends every last cent on junk. How dare you? <laughs> we don't First. have any money left, and there isn't any food in the house says Arthur, 38, who's having a hard time convincing welfare officials that he's needy. I'm very responsible with my money. I I have a 401k. I have investments. I have all of this savings. So occasionally I buy myself a Bartesian. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's all right. We should be able to have a little joy with our money from time to time. You know what? If Joe Batanz only knew how much more that table caught not the table with the 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 cabinet cost than the bartesian he would have latched onto that because i was like going no the bartesian is like the cheapest thing on that uh that cabinet no the ice maker is probably the cheapest because i think it was less than a hundred but but yeah your your cabinet was like 800 bucks or something it's crazy uh adam in uh on September 10th of some year, there was a number one movie at the box office, and that number one movie had a theme song. I'm now going to play you a theme song from a number one movie on September 10th of some year, and I need you, Adam, to tell me what this is a theme song to. This is a hard year. Hard day, I mean. Any idea? Any idea? Is it the covenant? Your choice was the covenant? Oh, wait. Wait, wait, wait. No, you chose the covenant. I'm so sorry, Adam. No, in fact, it was maximum risk. 
a uh, movie. It looks like uh, who was in this movie? It looked like uh, Jean Claude Van Damme was in this movie. The, we need to put the year the movie came out somewhere next to it. Like right I don't want to give our producer more like work. Right there where it says 1996 over in the first column. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that is the year the movie came out, isn't it? <laughs> Never mind. That was a very 80s sounding. Don't you think that was kind of an 80s sounding song? Uh, yeah, but, but I think it was just. Yeah, it's, but it came out typical, in the 90s. Like, yeah, like like a thriller kind of a thing. Like, it's just ponderous music, just ponderous synthesizer music. Adam, a lot of people were born on September 10th. Let's uh, wish them all a happy birthday, shall we? Yeah. Happy uh, birthday to all of you. Matt Rife. Is it Rife? Riff? Rife? I don't know. I, I I was looking at something. Else. I don't know. Wait if you're if you're not if you're not looking at the packet here, I there's a theme. I was. Ooh. The theme is is that uh, all the people that are in bold are, are apparently have shirtless photos of them on this page here. So Matt Rife. I don't know him, but he's hot. I, I looked him up. Yeah, he's a he's a comedian and an actor. I, you've probably seen him in something. Uh, Ryan Felipe turned 47 today. All right. I don't think I need to explain to a gay man anywhere in the universe who Ryan Felipe is. No, I know. Cruel intentions, right? Yep, exactly. Uh, Guy Ritchie turned 53. Um, Also a shirtless photo of him right now. And Bill Bill O'Reilly turned 72. Fortunately, no no shirtless photo. No shirtless photo (laughs) No no shirtless photo of Bill O'Reilly. Please, please don't send us one. Or if you'd like to, uh, well, if you really want to send us a, a shirtless photo of Bill O'Reilly. It's adamburnsuk at gmail.com. That's where we send all of our photos. Uh, I don't really recognize, I don't think I recognize any of these other people who had birthdays. Amy Irving turned 68. Uh, I don't know who that is. Colin Firth turned 61. Oh, Colin Firth. I know who that is. And uh, Joe Perry turned 71. So, uh, yes, right. uh, Jose Feliciano turned 76. Is he the chef? No, he's the blind, uh, he's, Jose Feliciano, isn't he the blind singer? Someone want to follow, check me on that in the chat room? Maybe. Anyway, happy birthday to all of you from all of us. Who am I thinking of? Is it Jose Andres? Andres? Yes, I think, I think that's, that makes sense. Uh, where, where are we? I forget where we're at. Well, I'm in Arkansas. Yeah, I know. Wow. We've been going here for a while. Adam, I don't know if you remember, uh, we bought this house. Almost two years ago. And yeah, and you have a mango tree, and <laughs> have a mango uh, tree, your neighbors which, came over uh, and said you owed them some mangoes so or something. Mango- anyway, uh, one of the things that I found really exciting when we bought this house was that there was already Cat5 cable running through the walls into all of the rooms that we would be inhabiting. So in the studio where we do our YouTube stuff and in both of our offices, there was already... Um, cat five running into them and they all terminated downstairs in a closet um you know with a and it turned it, it was for the old alarm system right the the previous owners had had an alarm system that used cat five wiring and so it's like oh well that's really good because that means that in, i can just use those for our internet right i can use the yeah. hub, hub down in the uh just use the the wall jacks and i don't have to run cables so for a year and Eight months, however long it's been since we bought this house. We bought it in November, almost two years ago. Uh, we've just had 100-foot Ethernet cables running down the hallway because I couldn't find anyone to come out and put the connectors on the 
Ethernet because it turns out that the alarm system only used like three wires. So they only had plugged in three wires. Daniel. Yes. You can't do that yourself. So you would think, oh I, yeah, well that's easy. I can crimp a cable. I've done that. Okay. I've got I a bought, kit in I my bought closet. the stuff. I bought the stuff to do it and I'm just no good at it. I just, I couldn't do it. And the number of connectors that I had to do. Anyway, I had looked for a contractor to do. I couldn't find one. And so the other day when I was ironically listening to you talk about how difficult it was to find a contractor or whatever, I went, you know what? There's got to be it's 2021. There's got to be a better way now. I went on, I found this little service called Thumbtack. It's an app. It's a service. I typed in exactly what it is, is I needed to do. Is it an app do. provided by Goodwill? No. I typed in what I needed to do and like a couple of vendors in my area like said, hey, I can do that for this amount. Okay. And so it was $75 an hour with a two hour minimum. So 150 bucks to have them come in and do all the cable caps. And they did a really nice job downstairs. Like they, they braided all the cables together and put them, you know, tucked them in and put up a, a thing on the wall. It's like, it, I'm very happy. And now I am happy to say, Adam, that we no longer have hundred foot cables running down the hallway that we trip. Over I was going to say, I'm, I'm so surprised. You know, who else has a hundred foot ethernet cable for his podcast big, setup? Big fatty. No, Joey Boohecker. Oh, well, uh, has nah, like a hundred foot ethernet cable that goes up his stairs into the, in, cause his podcast studios on the third floor of some old Victorian mansion in, in Buffalo. And, uh, he also has a hundred foot ethernet cable. Okay, great. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. I, but anyway, you got I, it I was just looking in my wallet here and apparently I have zero fucks about that. So I have zero fucks <laughs> to, to give you on that one. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got it. I'm glad you got it fixed. I didn't have a problem crimping cables, but I didn't want, but what I needed done is I needed an, I actually installed all the, so all the jacks, yeah. the actual jacks. Yeah. I did those myself. Right. And, and I crimped the cables and did all that. But what I didn't want to do is walk through the attic and run the cable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, that's usually that, what that's you pay the them thing. for. Yeah. yeah, that's what I didn't want to do. But I did crimp. I crimped my own. I bought a, I'm just not gifted at, at doing the crimping, crimping Adam. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a software guy, not a hardware guy. Um, this is a very short one, but I just want to, this is really just a, a mention in passing sort of thing. Yes. But I was on a meeting the other day. Mm-hmm. At work. Was it streamed? <laughs> and, uh, God, you know, I don't know. It could have been, could have been, uh, I don't remember which day of the week it was, mm-hmm. but, uh, so I am talking to this person. Yes. And he says, oh, um, well, if she's still here, he's talking about this other lady that, that works at my company. Right. He goes, if she's still here. Um, I hear she's leaving soon, but we can set up a meeting with her or something. I don't know. It doesn't matter what we were talking about, but he's like, she's leaving. Yes. And I said, oh, well, that's interesting. Like, is she going to another department within the place that I work or is she, Mm -hmm. you know, going somewhere else or whatever? And we were just, you know, chatting. Mm -hmm. And he says, no, uh, what I heard is that when we came out with the vaccination (gasps) policy, she decided that she no longer wanted to work. I will not work for, for a company. company that requires me to get a jab. So, so I have met, well, not met. I, I mean, I've met her before, oh but I've had meetings with her. So I've seen uh, one example of someone who is quitting 
That is so because insane. we are requiring vaccines. I know you don't follow the that news, but our president just basically. Oh, I did see that story. Made a vaccine mandate through the auspices of OSHA uh, for all companies that have more than 100 employees. They either have to prove that they have been vaccinated or provide weekly COVID tests. The screaming, the the just the unmitigated screaming and 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 whining from the Republicans. These are people that used to call us snowflakes because we like were annoyed that yeah. Trump didn't win the popular vote. Uh, oh, you're a bunch of snowflakes. Just can't take it. Now they're just whining. You can't make me take that vaccine. Oh, there was yeah, a woman I, I heard on TikTok the other day. Cause you know, I'm obsessed by TikTok. I wish I would have saved this one, but this woman was recording her mother surreptitiously. Her mother was yelling at her. And she, so she turned on the recorder her mother wants her to take this entire vitamin regimen every day because if she doesn't, she will die in the next six months because she got the COVID vaccine. The COVID, everyone who has, this woman is totally convinced, right? Every single person that took a COVID vaccine is going to die in the next six or seven months unless they take these vitamins every day in order to counteract the uh, the poison agents that, that are released inside that uh, vaccine. And I'm like, oh my fucking God, these people are just... You know what I want to see? This was brought up on Jimmy Kimmel the other night, but I really want to, I, I want to go back to any given Star Trek episode where there was some pathogen that got out on the ship. And instead of just the, the episode ending by them just releasing a vaccine up into the ventilation shafts and like mass inoculating the entire crew with, with the, with the ventilation system, I want to see like the, the stupid crew members are there. Like, I re- you're not going to give me a jab. Oh no, Captain Janeway, you don't have the right <laughs> to tell me what to do with my body. What? You just created that yesterday. There's not been enough testing. I, I, you, your, uh, your computer doctor just put this vaccine together uh, he's a bunch of computer uh, programs. He's not. He's not a real person. I'm not going to stick something in my body that this machine made. It's like, why aren't there any of that? Why are? We, oh my God! People are so fucking. Oh, just oh, Adam, Adam. That's what you should be losing sleep over on Sunday nights. Not going to your job. Just uh, that's what you should be losing sleep over. Yeah, I, I, it's crazy. I didn't expect to see anyone quit. That is and now I have. It's insane. Hey, if you want to yeah. quit, give us a call. Uh, <laughs> here at Mix Minus. Uh, just point your browsing device to voicemail.mixminuspodcast.com. Click on the little record button there and start talking. That, that's the quickest and fastest way to send us a voicemail. If you want to go old school, you can send us an email. That address is contact at mixminuspodcast.com. Don't forget the podcast part of that, Kathy Bacon. Mixminuspodcast.com. Uh, Adam, uh, we'll be back next Friday night. Yeah. September 17th. That'll be fun right here on Pride 48 live streaming. Yeah. My mom's birthday is on the 21st. Really? If you guys want to send her a, a card or anything. Like, I feel like if you were to actually forward cards to your mother for her birthday, <laughs> that we would get a very interesting collection of cards. I wouldn't want to do I I would be afraid. This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com.